0: Talking about is it the flu, COVID nineteen, allergies, or a cold? Welcome, Jason, to my show.
1: Thank you, Kathleen. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's a that's a great, great, great topic. I mean, I've been getting that question a lot, and I work with uh, doctors and other practitioners who have been getting that question a lot. It's one of the most asked questions I've seen uh, at this at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, it's. It's, you know, every time I turn around, someone's got COVID and they think they got to take 14, 20 days off from work. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if unemployment's short. No, but anyway, no, it's good. It's really good because really, this is me, Jason, I I don't know. But when I was growing up, you get a cold or the flu, you stay home from school. Mm -hmm. You know, you weren't allowed to go to school and today you know for the past since you know the 90s and 2000 and early 2000 everybody kept going to school what do you think tell me what your thoughts are
1: well yeah obviously if a person's sick they should stay home from school or stay home from work um because you know you can you definitely can get other people sick um you know if it's uh you know if you have some type of virus i mean you have to be around uh, a close vicinity to a person for at least 15 minutes um, mm-hmm. before you can catch, you know, quote unquote, catch anything. We don't really catch it. That's a whole other topic. But um, but yeah, so it, it's, it is important to stay home and you have to know how long the incubation period is. You have to know uh, how long you're contagious. You know, that's, that's very, very important. And, um, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, you know, a, a virus doesn't doesn't change its incubation period or its um, contagion time. In other words, the CDC recently dropped. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, but the CDC recently dropped their um, their quarantine uh, recommendations from ten days to five days. If you have COVID, I mean, that's
0: ridiculous. Y- you can't
1: just yeah you can't just drop uh, you you can't just all of a sudden decide that something's contagious for less time than what it is or more time than what it is and you know how long is covid really contagious for nobody really knows um but you can't just decide to change things because to change things i mean it's been two years now and all of a sudden you, you know it's the the uh you know, the, the contagion time is, is not ten days anymore. It's all of a sudden five days. So, you know, um, the CDC, unfortunately, it's a you know, privately owned company. A lot of people don't don't know that that the CDC is not a government entity. It's actually a privately owned company that gets funded trillions of dollars by the government. So um, I don't, you know, and, and most people now are catching on and not paying attention to what the CDC is saying because it's it's all um it's all agenda based, uh-huh. um same thing with the you know, with the world health organization w h o. it's it's all agenda based. So you kind of have to know um, just uh, what you know, who to listen to, who not to listen to. And then unfortunately, a lot of the you know, a lot of doctors are listening to the CDC because it's coming from the CDC, and doctors don't seem to have their own opinions anymore. I was talking to a doctor earlier today that was saying, you know that was saying oh um make sure you wear your mask everywhere you go obviously she doesn't understand that masks do not protect against viruses viruses are way too small they penetrate right through the mask uh it, it's and the mask isn't even sealed so you have to use common sense If if you the only way to stop a virus is if you wear a hazmat suit i mean if you literally can't get any oxygen into um, you know, into the person to get the virus. I mean, that's the only way you stop a virus. It's, it's, it's not even, um, you know, if this was a bacteria, that's another story. And people say, well, well, then why do, doctors wear mastering surgery, it's because of bacterial infections. How many times do you hear about a person getting a bacterial infection, like, like MRSA, uh, something like that, from getting, from being in the hospital a lot. Because and that's why they wear masks is to protect against bacteria. Bacteria, the particles are much larger. So masks do protect against bacteria, but they do not protect um against viruses. And sorry, Kathy, I went a little off topic there, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> but, no, um, no, go right yeah. ahead. Yes. And also too, um, a friend of mine, his daughter, was in um the hospital and um she got you know she got tested before she went in and she was negative um, negative. and now on her way out they tested her again and she showed up positive
1: <laughs> yeah glad you brought that up um, there is no such thing as a virus specific test I'll repeat that there is no such thing as a virus specific test the body does not know the difference between various viruses when it creates antibodies. The, it's not like the body's going to just say, "Oh, you know what? Yes, I recognize this COVID thing. Oh, this COVID thing—it's been around so long. I know exactly what it is. So I'm going to make antibodies specifically for COVID." No, that's not how it works. <laughs> the, the body makes antibodies um, to, you know, to increase your your immune system, to increase the you know the white blood cells, the T cells, the B cells. To protect your immune system against getting too, you know, getting too overly sick and dying, basically. But you can have any virus. If you test positive, you could you could have any any virus because your body is building antibodies for something. It Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be COVID. Can it be COVID? Yes, but you never know for sure. And I've heard those stories all the time. Just like you said, people. They test. I don't know if I've heard the same day, but they test one day. It's one way and then the next day it's it's the other way. So so we know that these tests are not reliable and um, and they don't test for anything specific. The same thing happened when, you know, when when HIV came out. I mean, it's it's it, this it's that all over again. And somebody, a specific doctor who works for the government that I'm not going to mention his name, but most of you will know exactly who I'm talking about was involved in the whole HIV AIDS thing and now is involved in the COVID thing. So what does that tell you? Right. Special interests getting paid millions of dollars uh, to lie to the uh, to the American public and even the world. So it's yeah, it, it is is COVID real. Yes. But was it was it created on purpose and released for a lab on purpose? I believe it was just on all the research that I've done. Um, and plus the fact that a virus does not occur in nature because it's not alive it has no uh, dna it has rna but it has no dna meaning it's not alive it has no carbon atom in it so even wood when you're outside and you're and you touch wood even wood has dna wood is alive right right um it's in nature so anything that's in nature is is going to be alive not something that's that's created so viruses don't occur in nature that you know people labs have been creating viruses i mean for hundreds of years and um you know and i won't talk too much about what i think that the reason is but but that's that's how a virus that's how a virus happens it's created it's not it's not in nature and this whole thing with isolating variants, especially this quickly, not possible. It is not scientifically possible to isolate a variant this quickly. So these variants are either they're either guessed by the by the medical community, scientific community. It's either a guess that it's a different variant, or they're just making it up altogether. And you know i believe it's i believe it's a little bit of both depending on which variant you're talking about but um but it's one or the other because they cannot isolate a variant this this quickly it's it's not possible it's not scientifically possible and any virologist will tell you that um, and everything that i'm saying uh, i've heard i've heard scores and scores of scientists and virologists and doctors let's say who don't work for the government um agreeing with this and and saying exactly what i'm saying so it's not something you know i'm just just pulling out of a hat Mm -hmm. so um people need to really understand how things really work uh, what we're being lied to about and and what we're not and um you know and and more and more people are more and more people are are waking up and that's good to see Uh, when this thing started i mean i knew kind of what it was right away what was going on because i've been studying things that the government does to us for over the last 10 years. Uh-huh. And so I kind of knew right away what was going on. Um, I would say at the onset of this a couple of years ago about only about 10% of people really knew what was going on. Now I'd say it's at about 50%. And I'm hearing more and more people say, you know what, now that I know what the, what the, what the um, you know, the vax is all about, it's not even a vaccine, it doesn't even fit the definition of a vaccine. It's, it's, it's an mRNA experiment is what it is. And I've talked to mRNA, specifically mRNA scientists that have said this. So again, not something I'm just pulling out of the air. Um that um you know this is not even the definition it doesn't even fit the definition of a vaccine. So um it, the Johnson and Johnson one, yeah, sort of fits a little bit more of the definition, but not the mRNA, you know, like the other two. Uh and so basically more and more people I've, I've come across her saying, "You know what? Now I'm seeing what's really going on. I, I'm sorry I got the I'm sorry I got the original shot, but I'm definitely not getting the booster. I hear that more and more from people because now they understand they're just going to keep coming out with more and more boosters um, for power control, money, you know, okay. all of that. So, it, you know, people are starting to understand what's happening, and it's good. It, it's good to see more people still need to wake up, but it's good to see." A lot more people are than, than originally.
0: Mm-hmm. Jason, but they're saying that you get the booster, you know, then you're more protective of getting the virus.
1: Yeah. How did that work for the, if you've been paying attention not to the fake news, not to the mainstream media, but actual news channels that report on how many people have been getting COVID despite getting the shot? It's just as many people that are getting it the shot. I know, I know about, uh, 20 people personally who have gotten COVID despite getting the shot and we're talking about months later. We're not, we're not talking about right away because it doesn't yeah. protect you right away. We all know that, uh-huh. but we're talking about, you know, weeks later, months later, where you're supposed to be at the height of your protection right. and they're still getting, they're still getting COVID. So, um, just as many people are going to the hospital that have had the shot. Just as many people are dying that have had the shot. Now that the mainstream media is not saying this, but if you look at alternative news channels, you'll you'll see that all of this is documented. This is all documented. So, um, and the and the and and they use that as an excuse when something like that leaks out. The mainstream media, all they do is use that as an excuse to say, "Oh, well, it's because you need a booster." <laughs> I <laughs> well, know. No. I
0: heard that. I heard that over <laughs> and over. You need a booster. Because I have friends that I know who got the COVID after getting the shot.
1: Yep. Absolutely. It 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 happens it happens all the time. I have I have one friend in particular that, you know, she she saying to me, Why did I get why did I get COVID? If I'm supposed to be protected. And so she was completely on the other side of the fence with, you know, listening to all the doctors and now she's now she's completely on the the opposite side and i never really tried to convince her all i did was kind of state you know the facts uh Uh from from science Uh and um she eventually kind of came around to the (laughs) to the other side but once she and and what what got her to do that is when she got covid despite having gotten the the first shot so or well two shots i think she got she got either pfizer or madrid i can't remember which one but but anyways, so that's when she started to question things. And then she had a doctor tell her, which, you know, more do- doctors should be dishonest. Then she had a doctor tell her, yeah, the va- the, the vaccine doesn't really protect you against COVID. Oh and then she gosh. says,
0: I would be freaking out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this was, of course, after she got it, but got the shot. But like, so. You know, and and she said to me the same thing that that I would say. You know, is why aren't more doctors honest about it, about this stuff? Well, first of all, a lot of them don't know. They just they just listen to whoever's going to tell, tell them the you know whatever they want to hear, and then and then pass that info along. And a lot of them are, you know, for lack of a you know better way to say it, just going to say it. They're paid to keep quiet, and that's just that's just how it is. And and not just with this, but that's been going on. For, you know, for a couple hundred years now, I mean, it's, it's, um, that's the way it is. I mean, look at the, look at the symbol of if anybody is listening, that is, um, you know, that, that, that is biblical, you know, that's, uh, you know, the Christian or follows the Bible or anything like that. Look at the symbol of the American Medical Association. What is it? A lot of people know this. It's a serpent. Mm hmm. Okay. So, I mean,
0: yeah, you know, right.
1: that should tell you all you need to know.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, mm-hmm. yeah, you warned, you know, you were on my show a couple months ago, and then you were on the show another couple, you warned us almost a year ago, don't get the shot, you're wasting your time. You know, I remember <laughs> that. It, um, and I'm putting it in my words, but more or less, you just, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, you don't really need it. And um, what is this, I, you know, in Utah, I'm in Utah, Utah County mm-hmm. and, and around Utah, they have lines and lines of people in cars getting tested and they're saying, mm-hmm. oh, they're coming out uh, positive, positive. And I'm like, what? Are they, maybe they got the flu, maybe they got a cold, maybe mm-hmm. you know, or the early stage of a flu or the cold, you
1: know, it's that time That's... of the
0: year, it's winter time
1: no that's that's very true and and you told me about unfortunately you told me about a roommate that you had last time that or that time before that i think that that died from getting the shot died a few hours after getting the shot I had two people and two people. yeah two and, and and i hear that all the time i mean i hear that all the time they get a blood clot uh they get a stroke they get a heart attack i mean we're you're talking about within hours of yes, of the shot six hours. and so yeah, yeah. so um know that's that's unfortunate too but you're right i mean if they're if they're testing positive you're right they could have a cold they could have the flu um just something where the body is actively producing antibodies because it's protecting them against something that they have so some kind of virus that they have um or as some virologists say exosomes and that's a whole that's a whole other topic but you know for just so just to keep it kind of simple yeah they could have a cold they could have the flu um, you know they could they could have any number of, of viruses and remember that there's um you also have to remember that there's seven different um seven different coronaviruses and oh. I believe four subsets seven different coronaviruses and four different subsets of coronaviruses so again, the body's not gonna know the difference between making antibodies for uh you know for a cold or flu than they will for. For COVID, so especially, I mean, when you, when you consider a um, COVID is similar to uh, a, a cold. A cold is is technically a type of also a type of coronavirus, which a lot of people now know. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so you know, you you could have that, and um, yeah, so it's it's it it's it's crazy. I mean, and and every time I talk to you know a doctor, like, well, I'll get you know. You know, you should get tested when you have any symptoms. You should get tested. Like, What for? And what can they do for it? I mean, it's, if, if it's a virus, you know, doctors can't do anything for a virus. I mean, you, you got to take natural immunity supplements. That's, that's the only way that you're going to shorten the length of a virus unless you have an extremely strong immune system where, you know, some people I know, they'll feel a little tickle in the throat come on. And then they're like, nope, I'm not getting this. And then the next day they're fine. Um, and other people, you know, the viruses unfortunately will linger, and that's when you want to consider taking, you know, natural immunity boosting supplements uh, for that. But other than that, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing in the medical field that they could do for shortening a virus. So I mean, what's the point of getting tested? Uh, you know, unless the government wants to keep track of who's positive, which is which is the case. So. Um, you know, so that's kind of, you know, that's uh, food for thought on that.
0: I have something I wanted to ask you, been wanting to tell you about this. I was told heat kills the virus. Is that true?
1: Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, if it's, hot, if it's hot enough, absolutely. Because okay, so yeah, I, I tell
0: people, it, this is before the virus hit, people will get sick, sore throat or something. And I said, stay home, get under a sleeping bag, I mean, sleeping mm-hmm. blanket. And you know, cook yourself. You know, make sure you have water. Absolutely, have water right by his side. you know, by yourself, and in a straw or something. Make sure you drink your water. And um, um, when I told you know certain friends that I know, they called me or sent me a text. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was better. I, you know, I feel so much better the next day. And
1: then, but then I. Yep, sweat it out. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I told them to get, uh, you know, you know, clean your sheets and clean everything really good, so you don't get re sick or anything. But, and they do, and they yeah. said, God, I felt so much better. I had a meeting in twenty, you know, forty eight hours. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was getting mm-hmm. sick, and uh, I mean, we're talking uh, sore throat. We're talking all kinds of stuff, and they and it kicked because I remember someone told me before this virus hit, heat. Will kill the virus. How come we're yeah, not it, doing that? Like at the yeah. hospitals, heat will kill the virus.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and let's um and just for the just for the kind of the scientific minded people out there. Um, and based on what I what I said earlier, um, it technically you're deactivating a virus, right? You're not killing it because viruses aren't alive. But heat will deact yeah, deactivate the virus. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah yeah say, but it 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 basically knocks out the toxins that that created um the, that they created the activation of the virus in the first place so that's that's why because it knocks out he will knock out those toxins so without any toxins to hold on to viruses cannot re- they cannot um, reproduce so basically and when i say reproduce you know reactivate even a computer virus can reproduce so this is this is also the thing. Like computer viruses, why do you think they call it a virus? It's very very similar to a virus that goes that gets into a human. It's called a virus for a reason. Um, so there it's genetic. It's it's RNA genetic material, and whether it's in a computer or wh- whether it's people don't realize how similar a computer virus is to a human virus. It's 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 scientifically almost identical, and so um you know that's why they can call it a computer a virus in a computer a, a virus as well so um and that's a whole other science scientific topic but yes heat heat will deactivate uh, a virus absolutely and you can do that a couple ways you can uh you can just kind of get go home sweat it out you can um do a do an infrared sauna uh i always recommend far infrared saunas um to uh to to build up the immune system and knock out any impurities and knock out toxins um go out in the sun go out in the sun i mean the sun will deactivate a virus if you're out in the sun long enough that will deactivate a virus so um if you're prone to burning you know you obviously build up slowly um you know which you can't really do with a a virus you can't afford to build up slowly because it's not going to do anything for you but if you're already kind of at that point where you've built yourself up to where you can handle You know let's say an hour of sun or whatever get out in the sun for an hour um if you have a virus that'll 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 deactivate it quicker than anything
0: yeah so um i just wanted to tell everybody the heat i did with the heating blanket and oh my mm -hmm. gosh it feels so good when you get out you know after 24 hours i do a 24 hour deal and it feels really good you just feel You know, you got some energy, I take a nice hot shower and I clean my sheets and all that stuff and and um I just can't believe how much better I feel. And yeah. I got that idea from my grandmother. Um I'm part Cherokee and that was a Cherokee
1: Indian
0: Cherokee way of doing things, the Indian way. They sweat it out,
1: you know. They they do. And why do you think your body why do you think your body creates a fever? When you're sick, yeah. because I don't know. it knows that heat deactivates a virus. Oh. Your body's smart; it creates a fever to get to deactivate the virus faster. That's oh. why you create. That's why your body creates a fever. That's... So, um, oh, so yeah.
0: Okay, that's. And anything
1: to do to help that process along. Um, it's called hyper hyperthermia therapy, heat therapy, basically. Whether it's the sun, whether it's an infrared sauna. Um, whether it's yeah going under a blanket and you know and and giving yourself a bunch of heat or just creating or taking a real hot shower, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um yeah, heat will heat will do that, yep,
0: that's amazing, I'm really impressed, but anyway, well, Jason, we gotta go into a commercial break, so I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also, in my closet I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-9266.
2: Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Brian with Better Accounting. Do you know how much money you will owe in taxes? Do you just blindly save money here and there and hope it is enough to cover your tax bill? There is a better way. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go into the tax season knowing exactly what your tax bill will be? Or better yet, wouldn't it be nice to make smaller payments throughout the year so you are not scrambling to pay your taxes? Better Accounting is the proactive solution to business taxes and accounting. Our team believes in regular communication with our clients. We meet with our clients multiple times throughout the year. Effective tax planning does not just happen during the tax season. If you are looking for a hands-on partner in your business, give Better Accounting a call. Call our office at 385 385- or check out our website at betteraccounting.com we work in all 50 states again give us a call at 385-257-8866 we look forward to working with you
0: thank you so much for hanging in there with me i have jason with me and we are talking about the flu, the, the uh, coronavirus, allergies, and the common cold. Jason, are you still here?
1: I am still here.
0: Yes, it's really interesting what we were talking about earlier and, you know, the flu, the Hakova, allergies, and a simple common cold. I don't know about you, and I think I said it earlier in the show, but when I was a young girl, I get a, a cold. My mom would, would keep us home from school, mm-hmm. you know, because you can catch a cold <laughs> from somebody yeah. else. So it's, you know, and, and I felt like saying we're so worried about the COVID-19, but, or, you know what I mean, whatever happened to the flu and the <laughs> common cold? Didn't you hear it disappeared?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: As as somebody else was, we were laughing about yeah. that. 6 months ago, like what happened to the flu?
1: <laughs> right, right. No, it's and and you know, of course, you know, doctors will say it's because people wearing masks. That's that's the funniest part. But um but no, it it's it, definitely there is there is a nasty virus going around right now um, you know, where I live and you know, I think where you live too, Kathy. Oh, yeah. And it's 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 bad. It's not COVID, but it's but it's it's bad. I mean, it's um it's a, it's a flu like illness. Um, there's so many different viruses that, that, you know, they can't even keep track of all of them and they'll just say, you know, doctor will even say it's a flu like illness. If they do like a, if they do the swab in your nose for a flu test um, and it comes back negative, then they'll say, oh, it's just, you know, it's just some virus we can't identify. So that's basically what's going around now. Is it a cold? Is it a flu? No one really knows but it's it's pretty bad and a lot of people are uh getting sick and they're they're staying sick for upwards of upwards of three weeks and 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 it's not horrible the whole time it's like it kind of you know people start feeling like they're getting better and then it it kind of hangs around comes back hangs around comes back so that is definitely going around um you know in nevada right now and um and i'm sure in utah as well so yeah it's um it, it it's and it's not covid <laughs> it's um but it is a it is a it is a virus and it and it it's going around and it's not pleasant um you know i know tons of people that, that have gotten it and have been sick for you know anywhere from one to anywhere from one to three weeks basically so um you know just um you know just keep your immune system healthy at, at this time you might for the next um you know at least for the next couple months you might want to uh up your vitamin c uh levels uh you might want to take um you know a thousand milligrams four times a day uh if you can afford to actually go to a naturopath uh, who does um iv vitamin c therapy that's even better really? um but you know, but if but if you can't, because it's like I don't know, it's like 150 bucks a session usually, and in insurance nine, you know, 99 times out of 100 doesn't cover it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but just um, just up your, you know, up your vitamin C. Uh, you know, I I would do like I said, I do a thousand milligrams four times a day. Uh, if you're sick, you can actually uh, you can actually go up to six grams a day, six thousand milligrams. Uh, but don't do that for more than a week. Because it'll it'll uh, interfere with the absorption of other nutrients. So after we um, you know start to kind of taper down, and what vitamin C does more than anything else in, in helping to build your immune system is it is it releases uh, more glutathione in the body. Glutathione is the building block to the immune system. So a lot of people say, why does vitamin C work? Well, that's that's the main reason is because it increases glutathione uh, in in the cells in the body. So. Um, and, and at just 3,000 milligrams, it increases it by about 25%, and then you take more. Um, it, it's not worth it to take more than six grams a day. That's not going to do you any good. But up to six grams a day, that's kind of the max, which is basically 1,000 milligrams every three hours, because when you're really sick, your body can process the vitamin C about every three hours. So, um, But even taking 1,000 milligrams four times a day is fine, and you could do that for you know, a few weeks, uh, go off of it for, you know, go back down for a week and then do it, do it again for a few weeks and then you can stop. So that's a real kind of inexpensive way to boost your immune system. There's there's herbs, you know, like elderberry, I love elderberry, um, that's a really good one. You know, of course people hear about uh, echinacea, that's more more a little for the cold than the flu, but um, but elderberry will boost your immune system pretty quickly. Um, some people even start to feel better in, in about two days from taking elderberry and you take, uh, a thousand milligrams, three times a day. Most of the elderberry in the store doesn't, uh, it doesn't have enough milligrams. So you can get a brand called nature's truth. You can get that at, uh, usually CV CVS, uh, pharmacy mm-hmm. and, um, you take, it's a thousand milligrams and you take it, take one, three times a day. It'll say that on the bottle, It'll say, take one, what, uh, two to three times a day, really fast, effective way safe way uh to boost the immune system now if you have an autoimmune condition you do not want to take elderberry mm-hmm. um, that's the only way reason you wouldn't you could still take vitamin c but you but you wouldn't take uh elderberry with an autoimmune condition that's the only because it's an immune booster not an immune immune modulator mm-hmm. um, if you're have an autoimmune condition that's where you would take immune modulators such as colostrum such as reishi mushroom um, such as astragalus those are um, what you would take if you had an autoimmune condition. But if you just are sick from a virus, you could just take you could take elderberry um, and take it for ten days. Uh, usually ten days is the is the protocol. And then you could you could stop for two weeks, and then you could take it another ten days just to keep the immune system up, and do that for a few cycles, uh, three cycles, and and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm.
0: And what about um, zinc and uh, vitamin mm-hmm. D? Are they good to take
1: absolutely yeah zinc zinc helps as well um zinc helps increase t cells mm-hmm. so t cells are, are one of the uh immune uh, immune immuno cells the lymphocytes as they call them mm-hmm. so um it's a form of uh, white blood cells you have b cells you have t cells so zinc will increase the t cells and that's going to boost your immune system pretty quickly as well mm-hmm. uh, you can take um what I suggest with zinc is taking uh, 25 milligrams three times a day. I know I know a lot of natural practitioners that say they recommend more than that, but you don't want to do more than that because it can start to have the opposite effect and it can it can um, it can attack your um, your. Uh, your um, oh, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm drawing a blank, the, the gland that produces T cells, uh, Okay. I'll, I'll think of it but it it can wreak havoc on that gland if you take too much zinc and it can have the opposite effect but um but uh yeah 25 milligrams three times a day 75 milligrams total of zinc uh is is what you want to do and you could do that for up to two weeks and um that will yeah that'll increase your t-cells boost your immune system really really quickly and um and then uh you know, and then you can you can stop or you can as a maintenance you can do 25, 25 to thirty milligrams a day of zinc as a maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, zinc's good too. And then the other thing you said was sorry, sorry Kathy, what was the other thing you said? Uh
0: was it vitamin D? bitch you're oh, windy oh, yeah. wind yes. out there. It's like you hear a lot of wind. Okay, I just wanna make sure everybody knows. That's wind, it's not the studio.
1: Okay yeah vitamin d is very very important so yeah most people are low in vitamin d so really? now the best way to get vitamin d is 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 being out in the sun obviously but if for whatever reason you can't be out in the sun um then for enough time then yeah take vitamin d and so if you feel an onset of of a virus then uh-huh. you can take uh twenty thousand. 20,000 IUs of vitamin D a day for a week, and then go down to 10,000 a day. And you could do that for a, about a month, and then for maintenance, do 5,000. But it also depends how low you are in vitamin D as well. So, when you every time that you go to the doctor, you know, if it's uh, about every six months, you want to have them test your vitamin D levels oh, okay. and you want to see where you're at, yeah, because. The ideal um, vitamin D level in the blood is between 50 and 80, 50 and 80 mm-hmm. nanograms per milliliter or NGs per ml. Uh-huh. So you want to be in that range. And that means that you're protected um, if, if you're less than your immune system. You're prone to getting pretty much any illness you can imagine if, if your number is less than uh, 50, especially if less than 30. Um, and if you're, and if you're higher than 80, you can, you can create too much, your body can create too much uh, calcium and, um, you can actually, uh, you can actually start to get, uh, kidney stones and, um, you can affect your parathyroid gland and you can start having heart, heart arrhythmia, things like that. So you don't want to be above 80 and you don't want to be below 50. So, and if you are then just use that protocol that I just mentioned, okay. um, yeah, like I said, 20,000 20, I use uh, some. Some people recommend more. I don't recommend more than that. Twenty thousand is fine um, uh, for a day, for two, for a week, and then going down to ten thousand a day uh, for a month, and then and then uh, five thousand a day for maintenance.
0: Okay, I have a, one more other question. So, what about <laughs> your your multivitamin that everybody seems to take every day? And uh, can you take double? Yeah. Can you double the? can you take that twice a day or is it just once
1: so i'm sorry you cut out you cut out with the first part of the question Um,
0: like people take their multivitamins that has everything oh yeah Uh uh-huh can you take that twice in the winter time like twice a day
1: depends on how many it it depends on how many milligrams of each uh, nutrient is in there
0: okay
1: um so i would have to look and see uh you know how much of each nutrient is in there, vitamins and minerals okay so that would depend on whether you should double up on it or not during the winter um because some multivitamins the the recommended amount is not enough and some of them it is enough so if you take more than that you're actually going to be overdosing on some of the nutrients Uh so it, it really depends on which multivitamin you're you're taking
0: okay okay well geez i hope i don't get the COVID 19. I I did went and got tested. I came out negative and I laughed and I walked away. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, right. You know, I was healthy as a, you know, thing. But then then my friend, she went in and she was healthy like me, at least I thought she was. And she came out negative, positive. And I'm like, well, how can you be positive when I'm negative? Stay away from me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's it, they were talking about your your attitude, not the not the no, I'm just kidding, but um <laughs> but no, the um so what was I gonna say about that? I would not recommend, and I've seen this, and you know, I'm not gonna say this is a hundred percent true, but I'm gonna say that I have seen nurses that have pulled the covid swabs out of the lab and showed what's actually on the swabs. I would not recommend anybody get the nose swab test um, because of what potentially could be on the nose swabs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of as far as I'll go with that. But um, so whenever somebody wants to COVID test me, I say, "Do you, I say, do you have the saliva available?" And you know, nine times out of ten, they say no no, we only have the nose swab. I say, well, forget it. I'm not, I'm not testing. Cause I'm just curious. I just want to do it out of curiosity, but, but I'm not going to do the nose swab. So if, if any place has a saliva, then I'll do that. But, um, but yeah, I, I just to be on the safe side, I would not suggest, and if you've already done it, you've already done it, but right. I'm just saying like, you know, don't do it again. Um, it yeah. was
0: free and I, we did it for fun, you know, it was lunchtime and we stood in line like everybody else. And they stuck a thing up my nose. But when she did the swab with my nose, the Q-tip came in separate in a separate folder, kind of. So she pulled it out and and then did it up my, you know, swipe my nose. But, um... And my girlfriend was mad. She's, how come I came out positive? I said, so maybe they mixed it up. I don't know. Maybe you got somebody else's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's possible. I mean, they they are keeping track. You know, they're keeping track of how many positive tests there are. They're they're keeping track of how many people obviously have gotten the shots. I mean, they're they're keeping track of all that. And um. So you go into a database, you you have to realize that that's the other thing is every time you get tested for covid or if you get, you know, one of the shots um, every time you go into a database and if you test positive, you go into it, you go into a more um, exclusive database. Uh So the government immediately has all of your information. I mean they have your information anyway. Let's not kid ourselves. But right, right. The, yeah,
0: they got everything. But
1: this is yeah, but 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 this is a more exclusive database that sh- that you're in. And you know, exactly what they what they're using that for, no one really knows, but you know, we all have <laughs> suspicions, but you know, but but anything that gets you more close, you know, with the government and the database, I would not suggest doing. Um, so, you know, that, that's the other thing you have to think about when you when you get, when you get tested or if you get shot or, you know, especially if you get, if you're tested positive, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh-huh. yeah.
0: So anyway, wherever you're at, it sounds really windy. So is it windy in, you're in Arizona or California today?
1: Oh, I'm in, I'm in Northern Nevada, um, oh, but it's, Nevada. it's actually, it's a little breezy. Um, The breeze just kind of picked up, but it's at it. It actually is in the low 50s today, which is in the middle of winter for Reno is pretty warm. I mean, it was snowing for like a week straight um, a few weeks ago. So uh, it's um,
0: I have a question about the the weather, uh, you know, with the Mm -hmm. flu and everything when it snows and rains like that. So it cleans the air, doesn't it? Oh,
1: sure. Negative. Yeah. Negative ions. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of any kind of moisture uh, produces negative ions, which is also why people generally live longer if they live near the beach, near the ocean. Um, So so, yeah, negative ions clean out the air because pollution is positive ions. Any kind of pollution, any kind of toxins Mm -hmm. is um, is positive ions. And when you have uh, when you have moisture, when you have water. You know, rain, ocean, whatever it is, snow that melts, then then that um, that brings negative ions. So it does it does clean the air. It neutralizes. It literally neutralizes the pollution. It neutralizes the toxins. So um, so yes.
0: Okay then, so if I am living in a where there's a lot of pollution and stuff, should I have in my room when I sleep at night one of those um, purify air?
1: oh absolutely yes yes everyone should have an air purifier in in their house everyone should have an air purifier in their house um because the uh i believe it's seven let's see i believe it no 20 times so the so the air inside is 20 times as polluted as the air outside so um so yeah everybody should have an air purifier um, and and you know you got to get one that that um, you know that that takes up you got to see how much square footage it um, it will purify and um, you know so you know you have a small room or whatever you spend most of the time in your room then you would get one that um, makes sure it purifies you know whatever square footage your room is but um, but yes, I, I have an air purifier in my room. Um, everyone should have an air purifier in their room. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What about a ste- and
1: throughout their house if you can? Yeah,
0: yeah. What about a steamer? Steams the air, like brings moisture
1: in the air. Um, steamer. It kind of all depends. Like a like a humidifier, you mean?
0: Yes, yes, humidifier. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, it, it depends how it depends how dry the air is where you are. Um you also have to be careful with to not make the air too too moist because that creates mold. Um oh, but, yeah,
0: you don't want to breathe that,
1: yeah. Yeah, but if you but if you but if you're getting um if you're getting allergies because the air is too dry and it's allowing the dust um the dust mites to get into your system, then yeah, you should have a you should have a humidifier. But but again, you wanna test and then you wanna get a tester that tests the um, the amount of humidity uh you don't really inside you really don't want to go above about 40 percent humidity because then it could start start drawing in mold um yeah I, so I... yeah you gotta have to find that happy medium um but but yes generally speaking it it's um it, it you know it's it's healthier to to have more more humid air because again you're creating more um You know more negative ions that way Mm -hmm. but just don't go overboard when where it's going to create um it's going to cause mold
0: right oh my gosh so much out there is there anything that you want to tell my listeners especially about the flu allergies The cold,
1: yeah. So, so you kind of, um, you kind of started, uh, Kathy, with with the question on how you tell the difference between between a cold, a flu, COVID. So, so basically, yeah, it has to do with your symptoms. I mean, what they found is that, um, you know, and the only reason that I'm the only reason that I'm partially agreeing with what they say about symptoms from COVID is because so many. You know, millions of people have had the same symptoms, and if they have the same symptoms, you can't you can't argue with that consensus. Um, but where it came from, that's a whole other story, which we talked a little bit about earlier. But so so with COVID, the 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 thing is, is that you're going to lose your you're going to lose your sense of smell and taste. Mm-hmm. That's that's a huge distinction. Um, but a lot of people say, well, with colds, you lose you can lose your sense and taste. Yes, right. however. With COVID, you're also going to have some of the flu symptoms as well, mm-hmm. and they can show up as, it can show up as nausea, um, it can show up as uh, body aches, so it's not just losing your sense of smell and taste and everything's in the upper respiratory uh, and, and you don't have any other symptoms because that would be a cold. So if you, lo- especially, now here's, here's another thing to look at, if you're prone to if you're prone to to um, to sinus infections especially right then any you get a cold pretty much you're going to get a sinus infection right but if you're not prone to sinus infections and you're losing your sense of smell and taste that is probably COVID. Um, especially when it's accompanied by a symptom that is not upper respiratory related, like I said, nausea or um, body aches or something like that. Now, body aches can be the flu, but the flu normally does not cause loss of smell and taste. So the flu is not, you might get a little stuffy, but it's not upper respiratory like um, COVID or or a cold is. Mm -hmm. So if you have body aches without a lot of the respiratory stuff, that's probably the flu. If you have upper respiratory stuff without anything else, that's probably a cold. And if you have upper respiratory stuff going on where you're losing your, your sense of smell and taste and you have the body aches, that's, that's more, more likely to be COVID. Now, fever is some people are, some people got, uh, got a fever when they had COVID, some people didn't. Mm-hmm. So you wanna kinda look more at your symptoms because a fever can be flu. But again, the symptoms are going to, with, with COVID and the body aches, are gonna be the, um, the loss of the smell and the taste. So that's, that's really what you wanna look for. And that's, um, you know, that's the main difference between those three viruses. Interesting. So was that pretty clear?
0: Pretty, or? you hit it right on the nail. Okay, Jason, give us your website or any information that people can contact you, email or a website yeah,
1: absolutely so um my website i have a, a different website that i used in the last time i was on the show i had somebody redo it um so my best website is um it's holistichealing.biz okay. so ho- holistichealing.biz okay that's um yeah that's that's the best website for me um And uh, you could look on there and you could uh, look more about what I, you know, what I do. Basically, I, you know, I help people, I help people heal from various health conditions. um, And, uh, you know, glory to God for that. And um, yeah, so, so that's, that's the site. All my contact info is going to be on the site there. And um, that'll really give, give, uh, give people, give you guys a good idea of, um, you know, kind of, kind of how I operate so um yeah feel free to feel free to contact me if you have any questions um on on anything and uh, there's a lot of stuff that was kind of implied on here that i you know that i didn't say so um you know i but i can talk more privately to somebody about about the things that i didn't get too specific about um but as far as the um yeah as far as if you have anything from anything from a from a from allergies a cold or pain or whatever to, you know, state, God forbid, but stage four cancer, I mean, or anything in between, um, I can help you because, um, with, with God's glory, of course, but I can help you because, um, it, because I understand the cause of illness. That's, that's the major difference between myself and most others out there is, is there's, I understand the cause of illness. Now, cause of all illness is toxicity. What does that toxicity do it creates inflammation and it creates acidity in the body now what type of toxicity you have is going to vary from individual to individual it could be environmental toxicities it could be food toxicities it could be water toxicities it could be heavy metal toxicities Mm -hmm. and part of what i do is figure out which toxicities uh, you have in your body that created the illness and it created the inflammation, created the, the acidity. And then we, we we address it at the source. We address everything at the source. I don't do symptom relief. I do source source uh, help with people. Uh-huh. So uh, get, getting rid of those toxins that created the illness in the first place and figuring out first what those toxins are. And I can usually tell you in a very short period of time by your symptoms, because I ask specific questions, um, what type of toxin you probably have in your body, and also I will suggest get the you know, if I feel it's a certain uh, you know s- something very specific, I will ask I will tell you to, to uh, ask your doctor to test you specifically for that, and we'll we'll just you know double check to make sure. You can also get a lot of these uh you know you can out, you can order actually blood pretty about it pretty much any blood test online now too by the way. Um, of course insurance doesn't usually cover that. So that's why it's better to get it from your doctor. But, um, but yeah, so if there's specific tests, I feel you need, I'll have you get those just to confirm what Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. But because I've seen so many clients and because I've seen a lot of the same stuff over and over and over again, I can usually tell you pretty quickly what's going on inside your body or your mind or both. And, um, and then we'll be able to address it at the source.
0: Wonderful wonderful and jason i'm thankful that you came on my show and as well as the previous shows that you've been on with me and uh this is an ongoing um discussions we seem to have so and i'm yeah. grateful for you coming on and uh and i just want to let everybody know he if you missed the show in the beginning he will be on in i mean the, he'll be on the website in about you know 15 20 minutes so be up and then also to you know check the website he says he's been on many times on my on my show so and also to continuing I'll have you for spring because I know there's different issues that come up in the spring time you know mm-hmm. that people need to like what is happening to my body in the spring and stuff like that so and I want to also discuss too like the workout you know, people get back into working out, and, you know, and there's more too now, but then also too, they die off in, you know, February and March, but then they pick back up in the spring and summer. Oh, it's summer. I need to get outside and do exercise. And so we can talk about that too.
1: Yeah. And just real quickly too, Kathy, I want to mention the spring. I'm glad you mentioned that because with all of the, the hybrid Uh, And we're not just talking about foods. We're talking about plants. We're talking about genetically modified organisms. Um, And that doesn't just apply to food. It applies to plants, too. So how does that show up in the spring? People's allergies are getting worse and worse every spring. People that have never had allergies before are now getting allergies when spring comes and it's because of genetically modified plants. So that's something to kind of look out for.
0: Okay. We'll have that in our next discussion. How's that sound?
1: (laughs) Sound, Sounds good to me.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. And you have a great, great evening. Thank you so much, Jason. Sure, Kathy. Okay, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Kathy Lee Parker Show. So from there on, have a great and fabulous evening. Thank you so much and have a great day.